Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Meet Friday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. The great Brent Musburger, the voice of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I almost said Oakland, almost said Los Angeles, the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders got fined over a million dollars. This is the second time they've been fined. They lost a draft pick. All of this due to a lack of institutional control with COVID and wearing masks. I wonder what happens if they got... Uh, spanked a million dollars this time around, and they lost a sixth-round draft pick. Can you imagine if they're careless and this happens again this season? Now what are you taking away? Now what are you finding, the Raiders? So we'll talk to Brent Musburger coming up. Plus, Brent, being in Las Vegas, can help me try to understand why were the Packers only six-and-a-half-point favorites at kickoff time last night? Because I would have thought it would have been double digits. And then you got Aaron Jones, who was back for the Packers. So the Packers are as close to full strength as they can be. Uh, So Brent will join us coming up. Uh, The uh, Boston Red Sox have a new manager who's an old manager. A gap year for Alex Cora. He is back with the Red Sox. This, of course, after being suspended. The uh, sign-stealing role that he played with the Astros. Anything else to this story that I need to be aware of? I, I, I had heard that A.J. Hinch and Alex Cora were going to get jobs again. 
I didn't know that Alex Cora was going back to the Red Sox. A.J. Hinch goes to the Tigers. Like, going to the Tigers, you can quietly go to the Tigers. And people, I felt people were more upset with Tony LaRussa getting a job than A.J. Hinch, who was suspended for the cheating scandal with the Astros. People were more up in arms about, how can you give it to Tony LaRussa? And go, I don't know, he is, he is a Hall of Famer. Other than if you think because of his age that he can't manage. But, and then the, oh, he won't embrace analytics. We went from, let's, we don't want to embrace analytics to he'll never embrace analytics. Tony LaRussa was one of the first guys to embrace analytics from the standpoint of he was always looking for that matchup, that pitching matchup. And it took forever when he was managing a game, I would factor in another half hour because he'd always have these strategic moves here, my lefty versus your lefty and playing the percentages. But uh, Alex Cora is back with the Red Sox. Yes, McLovin. Why does it feel like a little bit of a feel-good story with Alex Cora? And I, it, he seems to be really beloved by players and that city. I don't even know. I've never heard a negative word about him, even throughout the cheating scandal. Like, nobody ever put the blame on him, really. I don't know who the blame is on, because apparently it wasn't on the players. He w- I mean, Altuve a little? He got yeah, but heat. no. But, I mean, he's the face of it. But he didn't miss any games. So I, I don't know. I mean, Alex Cora did win a World Series with the Red Sox. I don't know if they were cheating then. I don't know if you go from, hey, this worked with the Astros, guys, and we can make it work here. Or do you just say, hey, I got away with that in Houston. I'm not going to try to press my luck here in Boston. Yeah, McClellan. Wasn't it like a Sean Payton, Greg Williams situation where it was all Carlos Beltran and not him? Like he distanced himself, godfather-like, from the scandal, you know? If you know it's happening and you are in a position of authority and you don't stop it, then it's on you. Or at least, you know, there's collateral damage here. But Alex Cora back with the Red Sox. Hey. I'm, whatever. I, like, I, I don't care. If you want to bring him in, he paid his penance, he sat out a year, he's going to wear this. He won't wear this the way A.J. Hinch did. but And and maybe he shouldn't. But, you know, Carlos Beltran was getting the Mets job. And then all of a sudden, the cheating scandal got really hot, and then the Mets go, "Um, you know what, maybe let's do the right thing for a change. We'll back away. Yeah, McLovin. By the way, how crazy is Sean Payton? He was kicked out a whole year. No, I know. I, I, I've still tried my best to find out exactly why he sat down for a year over that. And it's a defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, who did it. So that's under Sean Payton's watch. And if that's the case, if you have all of these crimes against the Patriots, it's under Bill Belichick. You know, deflate gate is still under Bill Belichick. Spygate, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, nobody's sitting him down for a year, but Sean Payton for a year, cost him $8 million. That was a big one. Yeah, Paul. It seemed like that the uh, the NFL, it, it was a concussion lawsuit era, and be, this was before this check was signed and the, the settlement was yeah, done. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fair. That, that's, a, that's a fair assessment of the situation. Like, we have to show that we're really cracking down on these uh, head injuries. And you had a, a team that was giving out bounty. Teams have bounties. They don't call them bounties. Just about every team in the NFL will have a pool of money 
the defensive players come up with a pool of money. And then you'll be handing those, you know, those envelopes out. They just don't call it bounties. If I have a bounty on you, chances are the NFL would like to talk to you. If somebody says, hey, here's an envelope. Nobody knows what's in it. Hey, I'm going to give this out to you and you and you this week. All right. Hey, the defense applauds. Everybody gets all excited. And then you wait until next week. Yes, McLovin. Uh, nobody's giving any money away in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they should be taking money away from the defense in <laughs> Dallas, the way they play. All right. Phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Aaron Rodgers turned 35 in December 2018. His numbers since 2018, 75 touchdown passes, eight interceptions. I don't know how much longer he wants to play, but he's playing at a high level once again. How do you feel if you're the Packers organization? How do you feel if you're Jordan Love and you watched that last night? Man, I'm not getting in for a long time. Or is it at some point, no matter how well Rodgers is playing, you're going to let Rodgers go? Because Jordan Love, the difference between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers right now, pretty big gap there, and understandably so. And he might be a good rookie. He might be. Aaron Rodgers is a great, one of the greats of all time. And I still, it was mind-boggling. Remember the preseason rankings? We were ranking quarterbacks. And I kept thinking, why is Aaron Rodgers not my top five? And, you know, were they factoring that playoff loss against San Francisco, which is not Aaron Rodgers' fault. But all of a sudden, we kicked him to the curb. And I went, he's still great. And Devontae Adams, great as well. Here is Aaron Rodgers after uh, last night's performance. You know, we've gotten off to a good start every single week. And that's been important for our football team. You know, a lot of that's been the, you know, the scripting uh, that Matt does. And then we've just got out and executed really well. It helps having Devontae Adams. It did help going against a, the artist formerly known as the San Francisco 49ers. Antonio Brown makes his debut for the Buccaneers on Sunday, Sunday night against the Saints. And at times, he's been the most attention-grabbing athlete in all the sports. And that's not always for good reasons. A perennial pro bowler. He's on the cusp of being a Hall of Famer right now. And one of the best we've seen in the last 30 years at his position. But off-the-field troubles have eclipsed his play. And that's been the case for a couple of years now. I don't know if he can get his life together, play some football the next couple of years, at least the rest of this season, and then maybe get a new contract. But this is a big addition for the Buccaneers. And Bruce Arians has come full circle because he wanted no part of Antonio Brown. He was with Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh as an assistant coach. He saw it up close and personal, and he wasn't interested at all. Now, you can say Chris Godwin being injured. Uh, O.J. Howard, they lost their uh, one of their tight ends. And you want to have another weapon in there? I get it. I have, You know, Russell Wilson wanted him. Antonio Brown still has magic. And, you know, Brady's got some weapons now. You spread it out a little bit. They're loaded on offense. It's a very good defense. I don't know if they need Antonio Brown, but it's certainly nice to have that luxury in an offensive-driven NFL. And for Tom Brady to have that guy in the slot, that guy who he knows can be great. 
Antonio Brown, I was talking to uh, a source yesterday, and I said, what makes him so special? It's he has the ability to get to top-end speed quickly. You know, Tyreek Hill, you see that a lot. There are a lot of guys who are fast, but it takes them a little while to get fast. You want the guy who gets it and goes. And there are slot guys who aren't fast, they're quick. And I always wanted a guy at that position to be quick. I wanted you to get to your spot. And then whatever you did after that, you know, that was gravy. Antonio Brown can get to the spot, but then he can get fast a lot quicker than a lot of other receivers. At least that's how it was described to me. And I understand it. Brady wants to get it to you, and then you make a, a big play. I throw it seven, you go 60. Now, that's what they want to do. Tyreek Hill, it feels like he runs 60, and it's a 62-yard touchdown. But Antonio Brown can get it, and then he can make people miss. And then this game against the Saints on Sunday night, I'm really curious about the Saints because I'm not sure about the Saints. I feel like I understand the Buccaneers, and I'm all in on the defense. I love the secondary. And now you get Antonio Brown in there. This is what Brady probably envisioned that Tampa was going to be like, and this is why he wanted to go there. I also had a source tell me yesterday, he goes, you were talking about the Patriots looking at a quarterback, you know, somebody else different for next year. He goes, what we're hearing is that Bill might stay with Cam Newton next year. I said, oh, okay. He goes, he's not going to have the numbers to negotiate a big number there for himself, salary-wise. And he might, Bill might stay with Cam Newton, which was surprising. But maybe it's, Cam is, if Cam's healthy, let, there was no preseason, there, you know, no training camp. And he kind of came in, and he's trying to learn this system. And if you give Josh McDaniels and, you know, Belichick a little more time to rebuild with Cam Newton there, that, that might be their best option, which was uh, really surprising. All right, uh, McLevin, are we going to stay with the poll question? Yeah, the poll question is, if you could have any receiver for the next four years, mm. who would you want? Mm. Runaway winner, as in running down Buda Baker, DK yeah. Metcalf, 48%. The next closest is Devontae at 19%. 0% for Odell Beckham, and there's a lot of votes in. Which is not surprising. Odell is the is not the hot guy right now. No. And Demonte Adams said after the game, he was asked, you know, basically, do you think you're the best receiver in the game? And Demonte Adams says yes. Yeah, I think I am. But but I think he was just agreeing. I don't think he was being boastful. And if he, even if he was, like I don't I don't care. If I mean, if, if you want to feel that way, if if I'm your quarterback and you want to feel that way, great. If I say to Aaron Rodgers, are you the best quarterback in the NFL? I would be shocked if Aaron Rodgers doesn't say yes. Devontae Adams feels like he's the best receiver in the game. I'm fine. If Devontae Adams says, no, not really. I'm probably fifth or sixth. I don't know. <laughs> like I, That's hard. That would be harder to consume. Yeah. Like if, if, if um, even Josh Allen, who's not the best quarterback in the league, but when he's hot, if you say, who do you feel is the best quarterback? Like, every Sunday, I feel like I am. That might bother some people. What if he said, you know what, I, I'm, a, I'm in that tier right below Rodgers and uh, Brady and Russell. No one says that. This is a chance this week for Josh Allen to kind of come back into the conversation of MVP. Even though I don't think he should have been in there in the first place. 
it felt like we were hedging our bets with the second-year quarterback because it happened with Mahomes and it happened with Lamar Jackson. Who is the second-year quarterback? Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. And we kind of pushed them at, to the front of the class. Meanwhile, you got Russell Wilson coming to town. And I was wondering, who needs this game more, Seattle or Buffalo? Buffalo has the fifth toughest remaining schedule. Seattle has the fifth easiest schedule the rest of the regular season. You know, based on that, Buffalo needs this more. I was thinking Seattle needed it more because Seattle views themselves as the best team in the NFC or the opportunity to be the best team and have home field advantage throughout. Buffalo wants to win the division. I don't think they think they're in the, the category or class with Pittsburgh, the Ravens, Kansas City. They want to win the division, host a playoff game. Yeah, Paul. We, I think we came up with this term about four years ago, September VPs, guys yes. who are MVPs yeah. in September, yep. and then we don't talk about them in mid-November. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers have been fined a total of $350,000 for mask violations in the win against the Baltimore Ravens, according to Adam Schefter. Just got this information. The team fine was $250,000 for not wearing masks while Coach Mike Tomlin fined $100,000 for not wearing his mask. This isn't about anything other than this is what the players and the coaches and the league agreed upon. That's it. This, this has nothing to do with politics. This just has, this is what they agreed to. And when, you know, John Gruden is wearing a mask like it's a thong, you know, the NFL doesn't think too kindly of that. And they've been lax. They got fined a million dollars. Yes, John. But is it a little phony by the NFL that like you know, the games are going to be played no matter what? I don't care if there's 20 tests five minutes before kickoff, but why are you wearing your gaiter under your chin instead of on your nose and mouth? Well, they, they want to make sure you can play the games. They, I mean, the reason why we've had some issues here is some teams have been lax. It just seems like there's no scenario at this point where they're going to not play a game. But they're worried about, you know, the, the exact positioning of the masks of the coaches when they're letting players that, you know, testing positive and, or it's inconclusive and they're going out there playing on top of each other. Yeah, but, but I need them to be this way. I need the NFL to be like this, because if not, you know, then we're going to then it'll be worse. It'll be terrible. It could be a situation like you have with Wisconsin football. I mean, I, if find them, take away a draft pick. If you want football then make sure you, you know, adhere to the rules. Like, this is really simple. They're asking you to do this. Nothing else. Do this on the sidelines. Make sure you follow protocols. That's it. And if you don't, then we're going to fine you. Because if we don't fine you, you're going to continue to do this, and you've already lost some players to COVID. You know, the Titans were lax. They had to shut down their facility. They were out for two weeks. If you have these isolated inc instances, that's all you want is an isolated one. It's when it gets to be, uh, you know, like the Marlins happen, and we go, oh, boy, there's the warning sign here. And then the Cardinals happened. And then that's when Major League Baseball said, you guys want to get paid? You guys want to have this season happen? And that's what I would be saying to John Gruden and the Raiders right now. John, we're trying to get through a season here. Do we have your attention? Yes. And this is a team that could be a playoff team. 
I need John Gruden, the Titans, all of these other teams. You think it's bad now or in doubt now or questionable now? God, wait till week 14 or 15 or 16 because I think it's coming where you're going to have these teams that are far more lax, players who are far more lax because they're not going to be in the playoffs. Brent Musburger joins us next. It's 19 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Embrace the new year with a new style of whiskey. Keeper's Heart, the official whiskey of the Dan Patrick Show, brings together the smoothness of Irish whiskey with the boldness of American whiskey. It's a new style of whiskey and perfectly balanced taste experience. In just two years, Keeper's Heart has already earned over 130 awards. They must have just won 10 more because last week it was 120. Everybody is finding out about the world's best Irish whiskey. They have that prestigious title. Now, the legendary distiller is Brian Nation. He's the one who started Jameson and uh, Red Breast Whiskey. So he comes over to the United States and he creates this in two years. They are an award-winning team. Machine. And as we approach St. Patty's Day, no better choice than Keeper's Heart to celebrate the occasion. The perfect blend of smooth Irish and bold American whiskeys creating a wonderfully balanced taste profile. Go to Keepersheartwhiskey.com and use the code DAN24 for $10 off. And remember, sip responsibly. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What do you get when you cross a Mercedes sedan coupe or SUV with a race car? You get what Mercedes-AMG is all about. Really, no other way to say it than OMG-AMG. Visit MBUSA.com slash AMG, Mercedes-AMG, driving performance. When I was growing up, I wanted to do what Brent Musburger did on the uh, CBS pregame show. He was the king. And uh, he's still doing it. The Raiders play-by-play voice, lead broadcaster, and uh, Brent joining us now. Good morning, Brent. How are you? Good morning, Danny. Good to be talking to you, lad. Here we are, midway point, NFL. Raiders uh, Raiders still alive, still alive in that wild card battle. Don't think they'll run down the Chiefs. But, hey, you moved up in class. Mercedes-Benz is sponsor. <laughs> that's, that's big time. That's big time, my man. How's this going over with uh, Las Vegas? The Raiders get fined over a million dollars and lost a draft yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the COVID restrictions are the COVID restrictions, and the league – does what the league does. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I uh, I am not permitted inside the facility or or out to practice, and I understand it. and And I have stayed away with. It. I I felt some sympathy for my buddy John Gruden when he was fined earlier this year, Dan, a hundred thousand, yeah. because the mask kept coming down in the night game against the New Orleans Saints. Here, uh, I'm. I'm really not up to speed with all the details about the situation regarding Trent Brown. Obviously, he was not wearing the monitor uh, around his wrist, and that led to exposure to some different players. And uh, then he went shoe shopping with one of our safeties, allegedly shoe shopping. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a main attraction here in Las Vegas, shoe shopping. But at any rate, uh, we lost Abram. Uh, for a game. So just, there, just to let people know, violations. Brenda's mentioning shoe shopping. That is uh, <laughs> women dancing, exotic dancing, <laughs> adult entertainment, right, Brent? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's, oh, man. that's your shoe shopping. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I like what I'm seeing with the Raiders. I think they're a playoff team. And also, I was looking at the numbers with uh, Derek Carr. Mm hmm. His completion percentage, his quarterbacking quarterback rating and completion percentage has increased every season since 2017. He's up to 71% completion. His quarterback rating is 110. Those are impressive numbers. Um, you know, his interception percentage is the fifth lowest among uh, qualifiers in NFL history. In history. Um, so what is it? Uh, you know, what, what are the Raiders missing this year? Uh, defense, defense, and defense. Oh, okay. Uh, they cannot. They now last week they used the weather to their advantage, and they were able to shut down uh, Baker Mayfield. But you and I know that when you have a fierce wind like they faced up in Cleveland, gusting upwards of thirty-five miles an hour, it was much easier to shut a quarterback down because accuracy was so difficult. Um, Derek Carr and John Gruden have been on the same page now for for some time there was an over as there always is when a team loses and doesn't perform well 
uh, the media in particular, uh, jumps on the quarterback. And, and quarterbacks mm-hmm. understand that around the league. Uh, but it was never Derek Carr's fault uh, when they struggled. And John's system is, is difficult, especially when it comes to terminology, the number of plays he calls. Uh, very insistent. He has pushed Dan. He has pushed Derek Carr to run more. I think he ran for a couple of first downs against Cleveland two the week before. Quarterbacks in the NFL, when things break down and they see it, they can they can move the sticks for a first down. They have to take off. Those are the most successful quarterbacks, and Derek Carr has been doing that. He's on the same page with John um, with the West Coast offense, and now with Henry Ruggs. And Ruggs gaining more and more experience, the speedster out of Alabama, uh, they'll be able to get downfield a little more often. When you watched Aaron Rodgers last night, you watched the king of receivers outside the numbers. Now, traditionally, those are the most difficult throws for a quarterback in the NFL. When I say outside the numbers, if you're moving down and you get close to the sideline, we call that outside the numbers. Nobody is better than Devontae Adams, as he demonstrated again last night. And I would assume as time goes forward, as he works on route running, Ruggs will be very, very lethal outside the numbers because he'll beat, he'll beat the defensive backs by a step and a half. He's got elite speed. So things looking up offensively, but it is the defense. And we'll see what their young, impressive rookie of the Chargers, uh, Justin Herbert, is able to do against the Raiders this week. I think this is a very tricky game uh, for the Raiders. The Chargers have to be. Uh, the, the Chargers have perfected the art of blowing big leads. Uh, they've got to be an angry football team this week. I was also curious about this. Vegas had the Packers as a six-and-a-half-point favorite last night. And I kept thinking, what am I missing here? Because San Francisco's decimated. Packers get their starting running back back. There's no real home field advantage. And you got Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And I kept thinking, there's something up here. And I thought it would be like a 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half point spread there. So you get people to think, because if there was going to be a blowout, it was going to be Green Bay blowing out the Niners. And you might just take the money or the uh, the line there, the points, with San Francisco. So what what was Vegas missing last night on this game? No, Vegas wasn't missing anything. Uh, they knew what the Packer defense had done the previous week against Alvin Cook. And they know what Kyle Shanahan likes to do is run the football. McKinnon was back. Uh, he missed last year with an injury. He's a solid running back. They expected they expected the 49ers to come running. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful when you move a line up to uh, – to 10 points because two things happen. Number one, those who just bet that opening number or where it rotates to will automatically take the 10, 10 and a half. And then those of us who like to tease, i.e. me, we would immediately go up to 16 and uh, include that in our teaser with the 49ers. So there's a, there's a couple of things that bookmakers have to look at. Uh, and they, there was money bet on San Francisco, even even with that particular opening line, especially how much respect they have for, for Coach Shanahan. What's the worst bet you ever made? <laughs> uh, last week, the New York Jets taking the points against the Kansas City Chiefs. I always, I always remember my <laughs> worst, most recent bet, if you know what I mean, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> how about a great one? Well, last night I teased the Packers down to one, and I teased the over-under number up to 54-and-a-half and went to the under. 
Uh, that was a good bet because the regular over under went down with that last touchdown when they put it up over the 50 mark. Uh, that was a huge money mover uh, last night in the Packers 49ers game. I lost a game, the Packers and the Bears, and Chester Markle, all he had to do was kick a, <laughs> kick a field goal. <laughs> and, and I cover, <laughs> and he kicks it, it's blocked, he gets it, and he runs it in for a touchdown. That was my bad beat, Brent. Uh, I, listen, I remember that. I knew where you were headed as soon as you mentioned Chester <laughs> Markle. <Okay>. Were you <laughs> betting when you right were doing the there. pregame show? No, I was actually being educated by Jimmy the Greek. Um, you know, I suppose occasionally I would, I, I would come here when we weren't covering the Super Bowl, and I would come out and, and make a bet. But, but basically, I didn't. I was a total innocent about point spread betting growing up as a kid in Montana. It did. Uh, my education came later, and it was uh, generally Jimmy the Greek. And uh, many, many of us know that when the Greek made a move, go the other way. You know, it was profitable. You know, <laughs> it's amazing how far we've come, though, with betting with all the sports, in particular the NFL. Where do you think we're going to be in five years when it comes to betting in the NFL? Well, states states are going to continue to be added. Uh, to those who have it uh, legalized, I think in this recent election, I think I saw that three more states legalized it, uh, including Maryland. I know that Colorado is now up for speed. I think we'll continue to grow, but I, you know, I, I warn everybody, and I do this all the time, if you think you're going to walk in and you're going to immediately make a lot of money, think otherwise, okay? Um those numbers are very, very difficult to beat on a regular basis. Now, if you're $50 better like I am, uh, occasionally up to 100 for recreation, I think that's fine. I don't, I, I don't have a problem. Last night it actually enhanced. I'd had enough of the election coverage, and so I was able to watch a football game with, with a little added interest. But, but I just, Danny, I, especially for youngsters, I, I keep stressing, mm-hmm. yes, I think it's part of it. I, we're going to have it. But be careful. There are very, very few people who can make big money uh, trying to beat those numbers week in and week out. So just don't think, don't think that you're going to, oh, I can do that. I can. No, you can't. OK, uh, that that's my alert. But it's going to be with us. It's, it's part of the NFL. It, it helped the NFL become what it is today. Uh, people enjoy it, whether it's just picking winners or, or going against the spread or over-unders, and now all these propositions uh, that are out there. Uh, everybody can – but you don't want to get in over your head. You just just please, please don't. I, I keep trying to stress that because I'm someone who really enjoys it, who thought it should be legalized. And now that we have it, especially youngsters have to pay attention. This is not – under any circumstance, an easy way to get rich. Let me, let me just tell you that right now. I'm also wondering, Brent, once we get back to whatever normal is where fans can go to the stands, could you see an actual betting parlor in stadiums mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to become a member to get in, you have to have cash to bet or debit cards, and that you could bet, you know, almost like you have in the Premier League, but have a Absolutely. sports book at a stadium. Well, there's no question. Uh, now, it's not day after tomorrow that this is going to come, but there's no, there's no question it is going to happen because 
when you look around the league, I believe it was the Indianapolis Colts who signed up a casino. Uh, first of all, they're the first team yeah. to align themselves with it. And that's the initial move. And then as, as time goes on, the league and, and the league, really, if you look around, uh, it's amazing how quickly the league has accepted it. I mean, there are sponsors and broadcasts. Uh, William Hill, I see them up all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going to be bought in the United States by Caesars, and Caesars is going to rebrand it. Uh, Caesars is a big story in Las Vegas here this morning. But absolutely, like the Premier League uh, down in Australia, uh, they've got betting kiosks uh, that you can go into down there to, uh, to bet on Australian rules football as the game is unfolding. There's certain, that, that is to come, but I don't, it's not day after tomorrow. I mean, it's it's going to take years, if not decades, before we get to that. But we're headed in that direction. What's the first game you called? Oh, yeah, first game I called would would have been a Chicago Bear preseason game. Um, I was the spotter. Lindsey Nelson, uh, George Hallis, really liked Lindsey Nelson because Lindsey did um, the review of the Notre Dame games on television early. Paul on morning. Sunday morning, okay, with Paul. And and George Hallis was very fond of Lindsay. So Lindsay did uh, Chicago Bear preseason games. I became Lindsay's spotter, and he was such a such a nice man. I was working locally in Chicago. And then uh, Lindsay couldn't do it any longer, probably because of his New York Mets responsibilities. I don't quite remember the circumstance. And uh, so George Connor, uh, the old great linebacker, great defensive player, he was the analyst, and uh, they asked me to do the play-by-play. And I don't, I really don't. We used to play, believe it or not, the Packers um, every preseason. So I, and they would play in Milwaukee, not Green Bay or Chicago, sort of a neutral site, the old county stadium. So that was probably my first uh, play-by-play that I ever did. Did you have any interaction with Lombardi? A lot. <laughs> As a newspaper man of the 60s, I was around Vince a lot. And when I first met him, I was scared to death of him. Uh, I was a tiptoe when I'd go in after a game. <laughs> Normally, he was on the winning side. What I, what I found with Lombardi, it was very strange. I'm not sure I've ever found this with a, with a coach. After a win, he was more cantankerous than after a loss. Now, granted, he didn't lose many games, but he was the most gracious loser uh, that I ever uh, had to interview uh, after a game. Uh, I remember in 1963, Paul Horning had been suspended uh, for gambling by Commissioner Roselle, and the Bears were able to, to win the conference and go on to win the NFL championship in Chicago against the New York Giants. And so uh, we handled the Packers during that season, and I probably would not have if Horning had been uh, playing, to tell you the truth. But at any rate, uh, no one was ever nicer. And when you went to Green Bay on Friday night, Friday night, he would, he would have a uh, – no, it was Saturday night. Actually, it was Saturday night. He would – especially the New York writers. He was very friendly with Red Smith and some of the others because he'd been a longtime assistant coach with the Giants. But he always had a nice cocktail party uh, over at his house, very modest house. And we would all get together and have a cold beer and uh, talk. And he, he didn't talk about the game. And he always said, there's nothing I can do about it now. Uh, the game plan is in, and, and we'll go see what it is. I, I always remember my time with Vincent Party. I had enormous respect for him, covered the uh, Super Bowl one, and he felt so much pressure for the NFL to, to win that game and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. 
he took the Chiefs up to Santa Barbara and basically locked them away from us. Uh, Hank Graham and the Chiefs went in to Long Beach, and they were wide open every day. You go watch practice, go talk to Coach Stram. Uh, a completely different buildup. And uh, Coach, Coach Lombardi later told me that he felt that the weight of the entire NFL was on his shoulders uh, to win that game. And, of course, they did in a dramatic fashion and storybook fashion with, with Max McGee having stayed out basically half the night not thinking that he was going to play. And then because of an injury to the wide receivers, he became Bart Starr's receiving star. So, yeah, I was around – I was around Coach a lot, and um, I really, uh, really enjoyed my experience with him. Yeah, I could understand that, you know, there's a little tiptoeing or trepidation when you're around some of these. Uh, you know, it was that way for me with Tom Landry. It was that way for me with Don Shula, uh, with Bob Knight for a little while. Where And then all of a sudden, like, you have to kind of work your way in where, I don't know if you prove yourself, but I just kept showing up. And if you keep mm-hmm. asking questions and, uh, you know, I eventually became very good friends with Don Shula. Uh, Coach Landry, I did not. I did not know him that well. Chuck Knoll was a guy who intimidated me as well. But you just kind of right. hang in there and hold on for dear life sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. I did that with Woody Hayes also. Oh. Uh, and actually, it was not until Woody was uh, – replaced as head coach of Ohio State, Era Parsegan uh, became one of my analysts. And Era and Woody were, were dear friends and rivals. And um, we would go into Woody's office uh, after he'd been let go. We would see him every time we went to Columbus. And, and he became, uh, he, you know, just a cuddly old grandfatherly type. But I want to tell you, when I was a newspaper man, and I'd get sent in as a columnist to cover a big Ohio State game, and you were around Woody. Uh, you were really careful around him at the time. Bo Schembechler intimidated me yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And like you say, you just keep going. You keep going. And and finally, they actually become very good friends. Um, Bo, I've worked games with him, actually, in the uh, in the booth. So, um, but, but you just hang in, like you said, and that, that is the way to approach it. And it was, a, it was different back in that day. I mean, it was very, very different. When I covered baseball in the NFL – I, I would actually run with some of the players after games, uh, but we, we in, under no circumstance, we write about going out and having a beer after a game or, or anything like that. But it, it's, it's entirely different now. The media is not as close to the players. And, of course, the athletes have to be so careful when they go out because everybody's got a, re- a cell phone, which yeah. makes everybody a reporter, and uh, <laughs> times have changed. Uh, Notre Dame plus five. Notre Dame getting five. Yeah, not enough. Not enough for me. Okay. Uh, I, I'll pass. I think that's that's a game that has to be at around the seven or eight level uh, before I think about Clemson. Uh, you know, there's three teams that you're looking at right now, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. They appear to me uh, to be headed for the playoffs, and then they can choose whoever they want to be the uh, fourth team. But I think those three I mentioned, Dan, are probably at an elite level. Great to talk to you as always, and uh, thanks, uh-huh. thanks for sharing, and uh, have fun this weekend. Thanks, Dan. Great. Talk to you soon. All Bye. Right. That's Brent Musburger, Hall of Famer, radio uh, play-by-play voice with the Raiders, and uh, managing editor for uh, Visit. Brent, see, he's doing 50 and $100. I could never stay at 50 and $100. Keeping it friendly. I know, but I... Now, I do that if I go and play blackjack. If you said you could... Play a hand for a dollar. I would stay at that table for hours. But 
and nobody gets hurt, even $5 tables. You know, and now it's like you sit down, it's going to be $25 a hand. I don't have that kind of scratch. Let me take a break here. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Embrace the new year with a new style of whiskey. Keeper's Heart, the official whiskey of the Dan Patrick Show, brings together the smoothness of Irish whiskey with the boldness of American whiskey. It's a new style of whiskey and perfectly balanced taste experience. In just two years, Keeper's Heart has already earned over 130 awards. They must have just won 10 more because last week it was 120. Everybody is finding out about the world's best Irish whiskey. They have that prestigious title. Now, the legendary distiller is Brian Nation. He's the one who started Jameson and uh, Red Breast Whiskey. So he comes over to the United States and he creates this in two years. They are an award-winning team. Machine. And as we approach St. Patty's Day, no better choice than Keeper's Heart to celebrate the occasion. The perfect blend of smooth Irish and bold American whiskeys creating a wonderfully balanced taste profile. Go to Keepersheartwhiskey.com and use the code DAN24 for $10 off. And remember, sip responsibly. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
It's always great to talk to Brent. He's had such a storied career. We were at the national title game in Arizona. And I remember Brent Musburger was doing play-by-play on radio. And I think Todd Blackledge and Bob Davey, the former Notre Dame coach, were his analyst. And I was able to be, I was up there, we were doing our show in Arizona for the national title game. And I remember watching Brent Musburger do play-by-play on radio and how he set up his analyst that night was a total tutorial, an absolute clinic of letting your analyst do their job. And I, it was wonderful to have a seat like that. And just listen, I had the headset on and I could see him while he's pointing to Todd Blackledge or Bob Davey. And he was sort of directing traffic while doing play-by-play. And you don't get to see that, obviously, because it's on radio. But uh, great respect for Brent. And I did, growing up, I wanted to do something in sports. And I remember watching the CBS pregame show. And Brent was just, you know, when he came on, he owned it. Now, NBC countered because you had Bryant Gumbel, who is really good, and obviously Bob Costas. But there was something about the establishment with CBS and Brett Musburger, Phyllis George, uh, Jimmy the Greek always made it interesting. I'd, I'd be curious how Jimmy the Greek would approach gambling today or if he had a, a, a part of the show, a segment that was dedicated to gambling. Irv Cross, the former uh, Philadelphia Eagle, was also on there. But what they were doing, they were so far ahead of everybody else. Because they were having Phyllis George on the set, a woman on the set, and she would go out and do these interviews. Uh, profiles, be Roger Staubach or Joe Namath, whoever it might be. But Brent, when he gave You Are Looking Live, and it was such a great, great way of you know going to uh, Soldier Field. But all he was doing is letting the gamblers know, here's the weather. You are looking live, which as a gambler, you wanted to know before I put my bet down, because it was only a half hour show, came on, I think, 1230 and then the game's on at one. And he would come on and say, you are looking live at Soldier Field. And I go, it's sunny. Uh, Looks looks pretty good conditions back then. We didn't have a lot of information back then. And uh, Brent did that. Years later, he admitted that he did it just so he could let the gamblers know. Expand your recipe playbook, 6-in-1 versatility of the Traeger wood pellet grill. I think we have five. I'm looking right now on my monitor. One, two, three. I got four Traegers. You're going four wide? Four wide. And uh, I got a fire burning. Boogity, boogity, boogity. It's outdoors. We're plating this. Uh, Alan, the IT guy. Man, does that smell good. He sent me what the, uh, the recipe was. Smoked cherry bomb chicken. Chicken thighs brined in habanero and cherry tomatoes, then smoked, then grilled and brushed with sweet Thai chili sauce. Also, don't sleep on the cherry crisp with buttermilk sweet cream. And all of this is being cooked on the Traeger. Right now, you can get free shipping when you enter the promo code Dan at checkout. Head to TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. Start shopping or check out one online or a dealer near you. Uh, let me see. How about Ryan in Honolulu? Hey, Ryan, can I squeeze you in here? Aloha, Dan. Hey, Ryan. And a big aloha to the backroom guys. All right. Um, I've got a couple of points for Todd 
and then if I can uh, Ryan, Ryan, I'm going to have to keep you on hold because I only got about 30 seconds before I have to uh, hit a hard out, as we like to say in in radio. So we'll come back to you next hour. That's a big tease. Ryan in Honolulu, just (laughs) all those people in their cars (laughs) thinking about going into work, coming up to the top of the hour. No pressure on Ryan. Ryan from Honolulu will join us coming up next hour. Mike Florio will join us coming up as well. Final hour, Seton Pauli, Fritz, Jimmy Club, and yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The human soul requires a minimum daily requirement of entertainment, but listening to a podcast, like what you're doing now, yeah, that doesn't count. Welcome to the world of MGM Rewards, where they have the greatest live shows on earth, the biggest names in sports, the best chefs on the planet, and the most unforgettable nights of your life. This is way beyond watching a 20-second clip on your phone. This is all the entertainment you could handle, and then some. So, join MGM Rewards now and visit MGMResorts.com to book your next Vegas getaway. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.